0: Hello everybody, welcome along to episode 27 of the Precision Unloaded podcast, uh, New Zealand's 17th favourite sports shooting podcast. Uh, you've got Graham, your host, along with Mark, your co-host again, as per normal tonight. We don't have a guest, so we thought you just uh, could enjoy uh, Mark and I having a yarn about a few things. And, oh, no more boring uh, we've actually, guests. We've, guest. we've actually got a guest lined up for next time, It's oh. pretty cool, actually. All right. We'll talk about that at the end. Um Probably our coolest guest yet. It's probably no not everyone's
1: a cup mainly. of tea. Well, depends what you're into. I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, time will this tell. This
0: episode, time will tell. This episode is sponsored by Three Waters. Uh, we didn't actually want to be sponsored by them, but they're forcing us to be. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> this water doesn't taste very good, Graham.
0: <laughs> we mean, well, there's your problem.
1: Wasn't that part of the script that I'm supposed? Oh, this water's disgusting. Oh, god. Since oh, three waters came on board, good. it tastes probably better. Yeah.
0: It's probably got dead goats floating in it, mate.
1: It could do. The tide around here is <laughs> vicious.
0: <laughs> so, um, what has been going on in the world of Mr Andrews in the last fortnight? Shooting-wise, not a... Uh... Uh,
1: well, it's sort of formed the basis of what we'll talk about tonight, but we've got um, yeah. a few things we've had been uh, given the opportunity to have a shoot and a play with, so... Um, we're going to wet them and we're also just going to talk about the Delta Javelin scopes because we're both currently running them on 22s with a competition coming up. So we thought it'd be worthwhile talking about that as well. So, um, yeah, other than that, it's been farming, farming, farming with pest control mixed in. So,
0: so you are starting to sort of, um wind down from your busy period
1: uh, yeah I docking imagine. dockings almost complete um, the carvings finished so yeah but
0: okay uh, so after the last podcast yeah we mentioned that we were you wanted a hand docking I got several messages from uh, some of our urban listeners what we were doing is chopping off lamb's tails and, and balls we were not um, look <laughs> We we weren't doing the Urban Dictionary um, definition of docking, so for those of you who were concerned about that. Oh, um, right. So, yeah, yeah, so people were concerned uh, uh, things were getting weird at Ahatiti. Like, it was weird, but it was just um, farming weird. Anyway.
1: Tailing lambs. So the
0: docking... Tailing lambs, yes. Uh, So, yes, Carl and I went up to help Mark and got thoroughly worn out. Um, I thought we'd done about 5,000 sheep. Turned out we'd only done 600 in... Shit, yeah, it was pretty hard work, actually. So that was, but anyway, good fun. Um, that's why right, I didn't see that you back again.
1: Your volunteering, yeah, well. volunteering died out after that.
0: <laughs> well, I've got a real job I have to go do sometimes. Yeah, true.
1: That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's better than um, I did and... a few years ago when I invited a mate up for my birthday and he arrived and we were docking sheep. So he's never let me forget that. <clears throat> that I, got... I
0: don't blame him. We could actually hold an event, right? Yeah. And when everyone arrives, your first stage is you have to do, like, two hours worth of farm work for Mark. And then you get graded, and then you go off and shoot your stages. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, I was thinking that. Just lock the gate and keep the... Yeah, we could could have...
0: They could be cutting gorse. They could be um, spraying weeds. They could be, you know, Sort of like a
1: communist regime collective farm yeah. type thing
0: collective collective farming yeah. slash precision rifle I think it would see now
1: three waters sponsorship quite well
0: I tell you what though usually when you've got some collective farming and you involve guns it usually doesn't end well for anyone so maybe we'll uh, shelve that on yeah. yeah and for um, anyone who doesn't get yeah, it the three, uh, three
1: waters this. sponsorship is uh, is satire so don't worry <laughs> <Yeah>. what
0: what <laughs> I just ordered a new microphone hoping for that paycheck. Damn it. Um so anyway, so first I... first off the
1: first off the agent of the the uh, waypoint is a waypoint. Um, Springfield Armory waypoint. The waypoint. Yes. Uh, which very I was surprised to see them land cuz I would have thought they'll never turn up here or it could be another couple of years cuz they were pretty much announced and uh last
0: year yeah Mid last year yeah would it would have been but just before hunting season so yeah. about a year ago yeah. In the States,
1: yeah so i just thought given that it's, you don't see a lot of i don't know I don't, some brands of things you just don't see a lot of hitting our shores so i would have thought oh yeah maybe a couple of years they might float in here but no so they've i got seen a link saying oh there's seven stock i was like holy crap so i went and had a look and then uh one thing led to another so <laughs> in the end so what they come out in is um so the Springfield armory waypoint for those that don't know is uh their first bolt action rifle in a long time pretty much the only one in modern times um built on a remington 700 type footprint action whatever uh, currently comes out in 308 65 six 65 prc there may be one i'm forgetting but i think that's about it at the present time so basically um what are we talking short action calibers um Mm -hmm. so what's coming to the country is the 308.65 credible and prc versions so what i saw advertised was the prc version so i was keen on that um but when i sort of got there they were all spoken for but they actually had a 6.5 creedmoor version and then i thought actually i'll probably be more keen on that because i've got a lot of the ammo gear whatever and i've already got a prc um and more's the m18 so i thought no nah, i'll try that it's a shorter barrel i think it's a 22 inch barrel yep N6.5 Creedmoor and it's the carbon fiber one which means the it's got a fluted barrel with the tension carbon fiber sleeve over top so it's not sort of what you'd yeah typically see in a carbon fiber barrel so it's quite a heavy profile looking bull barrel type thing um with a radial muzzle brake one that actually works I would hazard yeah compared to the other pretend radial muzzle brakes I've seen on guns like Browning Hell's Canyon, yeah. Hell's Canyon ones, yeah. So anyway, um, so you know, first impressions. It's a it's an amazingly different feeling rifle, balanced. Um, yeah, just because of the barrel weight and everything, feels very even. It's a carbon fiber stock. Uh, comes with a rail on it. So yeah, it's pretty much ready to go. Takes. Um, what
0: it's cerakoted, which is nice. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh yeah sort of
0: yeah. a non carbon
1: area yeah. green coat, yep. um yep. and it has basically M lock rail in the under the fore end at the front so the carbon fiber stock was like a um I guess it, a hybrid stock I suppose the vertical it's more of a yeah hunting stock with a vertical hand grip type thing. Built into it, anyway. So it's got all that. It's got a uh, Q QD sling ports on it, so attachment for for your sling. Um, so that's all. That's all the, the basic guff. You can go and look at it. Um, so yeah, it just yeah felt really uh, really balanced. I've sort of thrown a um, Strike Eagle five to twenty five on it that I've got on the uni So that's sort of a just a get it up and running type setup I had it sort of earmarked for something else so a slightly heavy scope for that rifle but yeah so yeah now I've got it going we've sighted it in take it out for a shoot obviously been using it on a semi daily basis for shooting um, goats and the like so and sighting in um, yeah I'd say it's probably for a light rifle probably one of the most accurate ones I've ever shot so just out of the gate um, and seems to maintain its accuracy through quite a, you know, a reasonable string of shots. Um, so, Graham, you had a chance to have a play with it. What did you think?
0: So, I, I, I'd be following these for, well, just as long as you, with a bit of interest. And, again, not thinking they'd come here, Yeah, you know, because I'm, I'm not sure who this importer for Springfield is in New Zealand. Maybe they were importing handguns and tack these on top I don't know and um, as you said a, what looks like a reasonable quantity coming. when I say reasonable I mean for a sort of high end um, option like this um, there seem to be quite a few uh, I imagine they're mostly spoken for now uh,
1: sort of a month on but yeah a, four, um, a 4k factory rifle doesn't have um, yeah a big um, well sales base compared to the other ones in our market I suppose but interestingly, yeah, and, I've I've seen a lot of people that have been talking and interested in them. So, um.
0: well, in one way, I guess it's they promised a lot, and for a new a new system, uh, you can sort of sometimes be a bit wary of them. But hey, again, I haven't spent a lot of time on it. Maybe I shot a few, quite a few rounds through it, but. Um, it's essentially everything you'd expect from a, a modern precision lightweight hunting gun really it, like Mark said it's got the modern stock design with a a, a near vertical a near vertical pistol grip uh, now it doesn't have the cheek riser I believe some models in the states may I could be wrong they do comes with a twi- comes with a 20 minute rail um, all the steel surfaces are coated like I said car- obviously carbon fibre heavy comes with a radial brake uh, again you you're going to be hard pressed to convince the hunter that that directional brake is um, superior, but the, the radial brake does actually kind of work compared to others, as you've as you already pointed out. Um, and like you say, oh, it's, it's a $4,000 plus change setup, excluding scope and rings, but if you were to put together a carbon fiber gun, you're not gonna do it for that price really anyway. No maybe a, there's some new options coming from Howard, but we haven't got all of that yet, so that's another story. yeah we'll
1: it, so. In a way they've assembled yeah. it, put it that way, largely. I mean apart from the receiver, I suppose you call it, the barrel's pretty much made elsewhere, I think. Um it's a trigger check tr- trigger tech trigger. The carbon fiber stocks are made elsewhere. So they've yeah, it's put it this way. It's like a custom shop thing, isn't it? They've they've put it together from a number yeah. of different suppliers um, and like the, the mags, MDT, polymer ones. Um.
0: Yes, so so that's just take yeah, AI pattern mags, yeah. pretty, which is good because it's standard right now and a lot of companies, they still go like, oh, we'll make a bespoke mag, it'll be awesome, and then it doesn't, you can't, you can't get spares or you can't get tens or something. Yeah, so... Now, I, the I, one thing I, sorry. I'd say is magazines um, for the dedicated hunter who prefer like a flat... Floor plate style mag, I believe you can get threes, but they may be a bit hard, but hard to take in and out, but but you can get threes. Um, so there is options around it for those guys. Uh, one thing I will say is you could press this gun into a precision roll very easily. Um, we were shooting reasonable strings of say ten shots at a k, yeah, and it was working fine. Um, you, you really you're not going to doing any more than that ever. In a comp, in one of our comps anyway, or, or North Island. Um, is it something I'd really want to smash around on barricades? Probably not. But then again, you're going to drag it through the bush. So who? I mean, it's just a gun at the end of the day. But uh, to be honest, impressed. Like, I mean, it's expensive, but I was impressed. Um, I'm going to warrant I like it more than the Sarko Carbon Light by a reasonable margin, actually.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. Nothing... Which
0: may hurt some sarcos.
1: My pluses feelings. and minuses list, I've really got nothing negative that I can say about it no, at this stage. No, I
0: do, I do have a negative. I do have a negative, and it's probably, it's probably it's, just going to be a here. time thing. Um, no, the, the action, the bolt was a little bit um, sticky with the Cerakote. Syrac- not sticky, but the Cerakote felt like it was binding up the bolt. No, when I say binding, it's, it just says you, you work the bolt back and forward to, to a chamber around. Um, but I imagine after a 100 or so rounds you'd be able to tell me now anyway, that would have cleared itself up um, pretty quickly because I've had other cerakoted rifles, be it I've got them done or I've bought factory cerakoted guns, and they do a similar thing for that first sort of um, 50 to 100 rounds. That's a tiny, tiny complaint, though, in an otherwise quite impressive um, uh, assembly of high-end.
1: No, I think you've got a couple of schools um, of how they do it there, probably. I mean, some... The ones that I've seen that are real smooth out of the factory are the ones with Teflon on them. Um, yeah. which I think Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this is more feels a bit like it's got a bit of grease in there, you know, type. It's, it will
0: be it in though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It will just wear its way where it we'll was. No. no. Um,
1: so yeah. Um Yeah, and it just handles really nicely. That's the other thing, it's just got a different balance feel to it to most other rifles I've used. So it just feels really i
0: think do you know that feels really even the big issue is the big issue here is the poor old carbon light would be lucky <laughs> if it came out of the safe once a year right it's never coming out of the safe again is it um it's not no not unless i asked to shoot it
1: end up in a glass case maybe <laughs> smashing yeah, that, case that's the 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 trouble yeah,
0: I know. That's but that's the tr- like so. So with you, we talked about the stock being a more modern design, there are still stock manufacturers here in New Zealand making carbon fiber stocks, and all they make is the old style swept back, or maybe a Monte Carlo style stock. Looks right? identical
1: so that, to what was on it. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know what you mean.
0: Yeah. So it's, yeah. So it's like, oh, here's the wooden one. Oh, here's the carbon fiber. Cool, it's carbon fiber. That's really neat. But it's man. Okay. A lot a large percentage hunters still use that style of stock, but. A lot of people want the more modern design. Um, things change. Hey, I like old shit. I mean, I've got a lot of old crap but, and a lot of old good stuff, but um, I just noticed this, there are several manufacturers who are still hanging on to that, That like, here's the ultra-modern material, but here's the old style of stock where it's, um, you know, trigger control is not... Hey, oh, yeah, it can still be shot accurately, I know, but it's just... Give us a few options, you know. Yeah, that's that's what I'll say there, but um, but overall, it's cool. I, I expect you, you will shoot that at the pre-raw shoot, I imagine.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already promised okay. Jeff I'll and, take um, it to Big Hill yeah. next year, so I've got a yeah, bit loud, but it's like
0: Why wouldn't you? No, no. Won't you put a
1: suppressor on? No, I just like I mean. no, no, Can't put a suppressor. It's only loud there. if
0: you shoot ten shots. <laughs> it's only have to shoot like ten shots at the deer. Just, just shoot one and kill it straight away.
1: Just don't have visitors and shoot it by yourself. it's Never a problem.
0: That's true. Yeah. So yeah, yeah
1: um, no, um, it, but, um, it's, it's certainly cool. it's certainly not it's, it's cheap. Cheaper. I mean, uh, you know, not cheap. But I think I can see the value in it in terms of what they've done. So, um, is it a yeah, is it a grand better than a Benelli Lupo? Probably, mainly if you take a carbon fiber barrel and the way they've done it. Um, The carbon fiber stock, yeah, exactly. Which they don't have, (laughs) and a rail. Right, all right. Let's not compare it to that then. Yeah,
0: it is. It is. It is three. I'm. I'm going to say it's three thousand dollars better than the Lupo. Okay. (laughs) There goes any chance I had of getting Beretta sponsorship.
1: Um, Oh, you can talk positively about the the BRX one.
0: Is that there? Is that their Straight pull thingy. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I, I don't know a lot about it to be fair. It doesn't particularly no, no. interest
1: I shall me. talk about it later. Um,
0: okay, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, one thing I might we might I might buy a few boxes of ammo I make a bit of video with the waypoint at some point on the TLRS page, so you might see that one day. Um, but yeah, you'll see more of it anyway. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, in the end, I was glad. I, I, I got, to say about that.
1: Uh, in the end, I was glad I got it in Creedmore and not PRC because PRC is hard to get. Ammo for and stuff at the moment, so and the way I use it, yeah, it's even hard to get cheap ammo. God, I think I put some deer Season XP through it, and that was 86 bucks a box. Yeah, so it's getting up.
0: I'm gonna say it though, we when you pulled that out, I laughed, right? Mm -hmm. But it worked fine, it was accurate. Shot it to a K,
1: no, it was pretty consistent, and didn't you know?
0: And to be honest. It was like a what, 120 grain bullet. 125s. Or yeah, 125s. That, it, it was lovely to shoot, like recoil wise. Yeah, kind of like gun. It was like a kitten. So, um, yeah, something to be said for those lighter 6.5 loads. And as you said, rather than PRC, um, 99 percent of what you're doing is shooting goats and pigs inside medium distances. Mm so the PRC is not a, of huge importance you know shooting goats at 300 metres is it uh, it's just an added expense and, and if you can get it um, so no that's the thing that's one right my other one
1: doesn't it. escape much from its confines because the ammo I've got I'm sort of preserving and I'd really only treat it as a gun that I'd want to shoot um, I don't know deer with or something you know where you only carry it around and probably shoot a couple of shots sort of thing so not just blazing away whenever i see mm. something <laughs> type of thing All right now moving on so that, that that was interesting um following on from the last so did you have much feedback about the six millimeter podcast uh, it was
0: a well lis- well listened to podcast but yeah. no real feedback as such yeah we had quite a few listeners no. on that
1: one, we'll um, have to i have, did make one we'll mistake have a, on it oh, okay, I mean, what a listener questions feeling. um episode one day we'll do Okay,
0: yeah. And, and I, if we don't get any, I'll just, I'll make, just up. make some up. No, and I'm, s- feel, say we,
1: I've already yeah. been making them up, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, Mark, why are you so handsome? Well, thank you. Um, <laughs>
1: that's go a very really good 17. question. What are, I, can, what are we... I can answer that in three
0: minutes. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, so Anyway, um, so one wh- other thing that's been going on is a, uh, our love of 22s and a new 22s crept into the... Uh, into the stables for some bizarre reason so what is this 22 mark is it
1: a uh something i
0: know a lot about
1: i was teaching um the keeper my lovely wife how to shoot and as a learning shooter using a bolt action um yeah it was just frustrating me um but she's actually, to be fair, got a lot better now, and learning. It's great. So, so I thought something like a ten twenty two competition rifle would be an interesting one to have a look at. So that's how that started. And well,
0: that makes a lot more sense now. That, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've got you know oodles of mags, um, bits and pieces, all 20, ten twenty two stuff. So didn't need anything else like that so it sort of just slotted in quite well and uh i'd read some reasonable actually read stuff on them this time before before committing so um, so so
0: sorry what is the model
1: it of, is a Arug- Aruga 1022 competition that's its name and it's basically built so i'll
0: it. actually get some i'll get some photos up of it on the podcast page yeah um so people can have a look um so, so it's obviously the, the st- a standard twin ten twenty two is a bit of a bag of wieners when it comes to sort of precision accuracy, right? The the trigger an absolute dog. Yeah. Um, they're not. You get the old one that's okay, but I mean, generally, what people will do is, is, is yeah. replace about everything they can. <laughs> but this one comes with a bull barrel, a, a muzzle break.
1: Yep, it does. So, I'll just run through. But, imagine... well, I'll run through the general differences between this and so. What they've done is basically taken a stock 1022 and they've done all the stuff that people have been doing to them anyway in-house i suppose because for a long time in america plenty of people were customizing 1022s and just you know improving stuff especially like the trigger whatever the barrel all that sort of thing um so it's essentially got a an 18 inch barrel Uh, Bull barrel type thing, Um, fluted with a muzzle brake attachment, looks similar to the Waypoint one actually, Um, comes with a 30 MOA rail integrated to it, Um, it's actually no it's only a 16 inch barrel, sorry forget that, my bad, mistake already, Um, it's 0.92 inch at the muzzle compared to a 0.59 inch standard 1022 barrel, so it's you know, It's inevitably fatter. It's half by 28, so standard 3-door sort of garbage. Um, The chamber dimensions are closer to a match chamber than your um, sporting chamber, I suppose they call it, do they? Yeah. Oh nice, yep, cool. Yep, so they've done that. Um, They've done a lot of work on um, smoothing up the blowback action, all that sort of thing, so around the action. Um, so obviously you can't use things like CCI stinger and a super maximum through it. Um,
0: that's a good thing. Yeah.
1: Cause of the pressure issues potentially. Um, it has a removable thing in the back of the stock. So you can actually run a, um, cleaning rod right through it without completely disassembling. It.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah that's very cool
1: so you just got to drop it nah, take the, you know drop the bolt out and everything and you can actually run through right through from that end rather than having to do it from the other way around which people prefer, prefer. Out, out the
0: back of the action
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Well, wow. uh, what else it's obviously got a their upgraded trigger which some people still slag off but anyway it's still markedly better than the um, stock triggers
0: so, while you talk about trigger, so Carl shot the um, our recent uh, practical 22 field match <clears throat> that we had here at the H T L R S HQ a month a or, month or two ago. Yeah, um, he actually shot pretty good like that, and his 1022, which we're going to be um, modifying and doing up over the next sort of six months, <laughs> has the worst trigger in the world. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. Actually, there's, I've felt one worse, but like I'm talking. It's an actual... An honest... Honest as you think... The safety's on... And... But... Like... He managed to still... Shoot better than... I think he got eight... Equals... I mean... (laughs) Anyway... Um... Yeah... It's... They can be... Bad... Now... A lot... I talked to a lot of people about it... And asked a few questions... And they say you can actually... Um... Polish up... And improve the... Original factory triggers... To a reasonable... Um... Sort of... Uh... Clean break-ish... Um yeah but again it's it's good that they put the improved trigger in how how are you finding it is
1: yeah so it's okay. um according to the guff, standard triggers around five pounds pull this is um average around three pound just over it's a BX trigger which came out reasonably last few years i think their own basically yeah so it's got i think it's a lot better at the standard triggers I've got a couple of ten twenty twos old ones and there's no real creep um a little bit of over travel yeah but other than that it's it's a big improvement on the the stock ones i wouldn't say it's yeah still i've got plenty of rifles i like the triggers better on put it that way it's not not perfect but it's a big improvement yeah so
0: from what a lot of people were saying is um uh, offering some like volcourtson and kid they make some very high-end um yeah upgrades but i think they're about five hundred dollars is the trouble yeah um so you go down that same path of trying to get a semi to shoot as good as a, a bolt gun, and you end up spending five times as much as you would on like a CZ or a Ticker or something. Um, but again, if it's if it's for your your um, partner to learn on, how does she need a super lightweight match grade trigger? No, really.
1: no, 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 um, <laughs> definitely
0: yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. I, I actually think too many too many newer shooters in the precision style game and hunters, for that matter want a really light trigger to start with because it could mask a lot of um, problems in your shooting because yeah. the trigger so light and you think man I'm the man And but yeah. anyway um, that, that's another topic for another day but uh, so you got the again I'll put the, a picture up the, um, the natural brown laminate stock, yep. which looks like a sort of a Boyd sort of stock I imagine yep. she likes wood um, and...
1: <laughs> yep <laughs> it's true it's <laughs> <clears throat> that, 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 just that when people that aren't from shooting things look at rifles, they often you often find them they think a more traditional looking rifle looks better. Well
0: but, they're not used to that's a good point. They're not yeah. used to the s- s- Star Wars chassis and no. so things I, I, we we always, we get all we, mm.
1: You look at a rack in a gun shop and sorry. <clears throat> all the rifles in a gun shop because you get in trouble <laughs> doing look, that.
0: Um You look at a rack in the gun shop and Yeah.
1: <laughs> And often you go, Would you like that one? Nah, nah. And then you just point to the wooded version of the Tika or something. And they go, like, Oh yeah, that's cool. I like that. So um so that's why I sort of went down that track. But I actually I don't mind the stock. But like you were saying before, it's actually just got a standard um palm re- you know, hand rest, whatever uh, you know, hand grip. Just a yeah. normal sport of stock one, which is actually a pain in the ass. I think it doesn't feel as comfortable, so same old thing but it'd be great if it was more vertical
0: i've seen they've got another model with a they quite do. a spacey looking yeah, top. They, yeah, they, it's
1: quite cool. like they had a fight with the lathe and had some trouble with the timber and just it we will use that
0: <clears throat> or if it, like it was a, it was a plastic stock and that it was in a fire and melted <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay cool so th- and it actually is it a 20 minute rail that comes on it?
1: uh i think it's 30
0: Oh, cool. See, see, that's... that's Okay, so they've actually thought about it,
1: which is... Um... Yeah, yeah, because I think I've... Um, when I decided and I was dialing up, so I put an um, Ares BTR Gen 2 Athlon scope on it, so that was on my 2D3. Okay. So it's a 4.5 to 27 by 50, and it's a really good match. I think I do like it. I like it better than when I had it on the 2D3. I just felt the 2D3, I don't know, I had maybe it positioned a bit wrong, but the eye relief always seemed to annoy me, but on the twenty two it's really good um yeah at about ten power and twelve power the the you know the scope hash marks and numbers are all easy to read it's easy enough to read, you know what I mean, so yeah, it's a first vogel plane, so so it's good i am liking that matching it's not a not a big beast of a scope like the uh, delta javelin, which we'll talk about but um so it's quite a good match, and anyway i was it can dial yeah with that 30 moa thing i think i was i can dial up to just under 420 meters yeah so um
0: oh well. Wow. okay so that's that's lost yeah it's more than yeah that's awesome
1: so i had to, i think i had to hold over to hit the a bit to hit the um force 450 meter target at the the hut range so oh, you were hitting
0: it that's that's good going
1: yeah uh it was yeah. pretty benign. especially
0: yeah, there's not a lot of um, back, uh, dirt. It's all grass behind that backstop, so. Um, no, no. I, sp- I think yeah. we've talked. I think we've talked about spraying it about 500 times. We've never
1: done. Yeah. <laughs> we need a workforce, anyway. Uh, so you, <laughs> I tested two lots of ammo through it so far. So that was um, I've gone away from my high-velocity, stupid rabbit Good. hole. So yeah. c- CCI standard, and I speed tested um, RWS club, which you. Um, sourced for me, so it was excellent. But the club actually had a pretty rubbishy extreme spread in that rifle. So um, it was about eighty, I think, between the fastest and slowest rounds. And the CCI standard was twenty or so at the most um, extreme spread. So. Hmm.
0: Well, the 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 if if you get like twenty feet per second and twenty two, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Ex- especially inside a couple hundred, like practical distances and stuff, a couple hundred meters i mean okay i'll rephrase that It's not really practical for hunting and stuff but for the competitions we do that's gonna be pretty good man it's um like you say 500 meters now you're gonna see more vertical string but pr- probably not gonna be too bad um there, see, that's a good point so the, with the with the shortages in um, 22 ammo we've sort of having to move to other brands i've been playing with the rws um in my t yeah and again the extreme spreads aren't the best but it's sort of not really affecting me in my t anyway out to a couple hundred meters so no um at like for shooting know your limits racks and stuff at 50 meters it's it's awesome and it's reasonably cost effective now i do have a brick of the rws r50 uh waiting for me at magnum sports so i just um yeah I'm putting off going down there because of the horrendous roadwork situation but anyway uh, um that i'm hoping because this stuff is like 75 cents a shot yeah that this has a quite quite a tight extreme spread for those um that you know that really really precise thing we can sometimes require for long long range or yeah or maybe match shooting but um who knows if that's going to be maybe i'd get the rws club by like a thousand rounds out a year and purely use it for comps and then practice with the WS club sorry you know get the sort of trade off between the two between comps we'll see i've also got a bit of the ely uh i think it's called ely edge it's yeah stuff in the black box and the cases are black you know, the shells um that's pretty good too i just need to speed test that over the radar but it's actually groups quite amazingly um but yeah um so number 22 eh Now the probably that what most people want to hear about accuracy. Oh, accuracy! Yes. What's the accuracy like?
1: Um, Well, you know, I'm not one of those people who measures groups and everything. So,
0: I'm pretty sure you just like shoot it at the middle and then yeah, carry on. Yeah. yeah.
1: So (laughs) it's good enough. (laughs) It's way more accurate, unfortunately, than the Chris. Um. Considerably, so yeah, and I was pretty much yeah dropping rounds on top of each other at 25 meters when I was getting sorted out so yeah, it really doesn't so yeah for a semi yada yada um, really happy with it I was thought initially thought you know the 16 inch barrel but no, nah, it's fine I think it actually handles better with a shorter barrel because it's quite a heavy barrel so um, the fact that it's not an extra you know 2 or 4 inches longer is good so I think it's fine Um, the velocity coming out of it's, you know, only, uh, 30 or so short, looks looks slower than the packet says type of thing, so, which, you know, whatever, but, um, and once I then basically moved it out to, and dialed it, it was basically bang on at 100, 150, 260, it's fine, so, um, didn't have a lot of issues. So the main thing is yeah, shorter range. We're certainly stacking up the bullets and pretty close to each other. So, yeah, I'm, I'm reasonably impressed, and I've now put uh, about four hundred and fifty rounds through it. So, um, oh, you've been busy. Yes, uh, and I haven't had a single misfire or I've stoked. You know what they call it. um stovepipe what is it stovepipe yeah yeah nothing so so far touch wood it hasn't had a single malfunction not even a um failure to ignite a primer type job so hmm. so i'm really happy with that it been pretty smooth function wise um i've got one of those three mag it's a mag which has got a polymer thing that attaches three together so and run all my yep. mags through it, none of those none of the other mags seem to be running problems at all. So I actually do like the mag release on this. It's quite a long one that's uh flush with the trigger guard. So you push forward of the trigger guard and it's sort of there. So it's actually a lot more positive release to get the mags out, you know because we have the problem with the ten twenty two mag always being flush. But this mag release does seem to facilitate that, getting them out quite a bit easier, so.
0: Yeah. Is the one on the speaking of mag releases on the Ruger Precision Rimfire has that got a it's got a quite a stubby mag release on it, does it?
1: Yeah, it's more bit, no, it's more like a, a. oh yeah, like your um how a mini action, except on the right side of the magazine. <laughs> um Just yeah. just a positive lever. Yeah. 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 Um whereas this is actually different again. It's sort of the it's flush with a trigger guard and you push forward of it. And it's sort of a longer; it's a lot longer lever. Yeah, like
0: a big flappy, flappy paddle. Eh? Yeah, you just run your fingers under the yep. tr- trigger. That's yeah, it's quite yeah. neat. Yeah, yeah, they were quite a common mod for. Um, like you say, these are just the mods people have done to the guns. then actually, just looking at the photo, can you move the cheek, the cheek right?
1: Forward and back and up. Yeah.
0: Back and forward. Yeah. That's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, for a factory gun, but yeah, cool. Uh, well, now here's a question. So all going well, unless. Um, Either we get taken off the air for our three of coin or we get into another lockdown. You and I, and maybe a couple of others, will be heading over to Rotorua. Yeah. For a, a Precision 22 match. Um, are, you, you're are you going to run the RPR? Are you going to run the. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know what you should do. I think Shoot the RPR.
1: I know. I should. Um, can I use both? No. Okay. No. Uh, I'll probably run the semi, but I might use the RPR. I'll decide the closer to the time because I've just put an arc rail. I've just put before. an arc rail under the RPR and been testing that on the tripod, and I love that. So, um, and uh, hmm. but I've got to solve my mag dump problem, so I can't just well, get, the issue. Can't so just give up can't on it.
0: mag dump, then-
1: Yeah. Well, it's like
0: say- saying, well, I'm on meth, but I just wanna start controlling myself mm. on meth. Like I'm gonna be on meth but not be a dick. Yeah. If you just don't do the meth, then you're not on meth. So just don't shoot a semi in competition. Or even for pet I've seen you pest controlling and you that mag dumping doing that too.
1: True. So that's 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 a challenge I've got to overcome. Okay. fine, fair, fair enough. Which leads <laughs> on to our next topic, which uh, is what I
0: can <laughs> right. I can say one thing. If you bring the ten twenty two and start mag dumping. I'm probably going to beat you, but if you bring your RPR, there's probably be a good challenge.
1: Well, it's probably why I mag dump because I don't want to show anyone up. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that makes sense. All right, moving on to the RPR, which leads on to the the Delta Javelin, which is a excellent scope. I've had a couple of months to muck around with now, and you've obviously had a bit longer. So, so yeah, so the Delta Javelin...
0: Is a sort of the model down from the um, Delta Striker. So we've talked about Delta Striker before. Yeah, I run one on my um, my main competition gun, and I sort of sometimes swap it around onto other things. Um, so this is yeah the, the next sort of tear down. Um, it is the it's 4.5 to 30 by 56. Yeah, same thing. Obviously 56, 56 mil objective, um, 34 mil tube. Uh, so you know you got to buy the the bigger rings, which is coming pretty standard now and that um that power range is is quite usable um whether you need up 30 that's up to you uh a few features when you sort of open it up out of the box there's a few features that stand out and it's price range that it comes with caps as in like rain or dust caps and not just like a a shitty plastic aluminum with two bits of elastic or aluminum aluminum that are um and they thread on either end uh so they're they're quite very sturdy uh, very nice touch uh, straight out of the box, um, to be honest, because if I don't have them, I just won't put them on the gun. So it's sort of really, really nice to have those on there for a sort of a $2,000 scope. I think they're about 1999 or something. Yeah. Don't quote me. I don't sell things. Um, and uh, other than that, the similarities pretty much leave from the striker. So it's a longer scope overall. It's, it's quite a bit longer than this, the Dell Stryker. Uh, not a bad thing. It's just physically bigger. Um it's obviously it's got its own turret design. Uh, the zero stop is um very similar if not the same as the striker. I I haven't pulled my zero stop out in a while. Um but again very easy zero stop to set, you just whip the um turret off and spin a little um, brass disc around to make the stopper. A couple of lounds. and screws in. It's less than a minute to set the zero stop. Um I've talked about it again and again and again, but if you if people come out with a scope now that's got a stupid zero stop, I'm not even gonna look at it. Um, like the the one on the bloody Vortex Viper Gen 2s. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, um, I'll, I'll
1: just stop you there, Graham. Cause
0: stop me there. Stop me there.
1: At the end of the day, Zero Stops, the only good ones is the one you currently on. Because I find that all of them are different, and people always swear by the one that they had on the one scope they've ended up with with the Zero Stop. So, I don't know. Um, I think they've got simpler. Uh, the Most of the more recent ones I've looked at and had to use... Are a lot easier to use than some of the older ones we take out this minuscule allen screw allen yeah allen headed screw and try not to lose it and then rotate this thing around can yeah, god anyway and then put the tiny tiny Allen screw back in a lot of them yeah have improved but i know what you're saying <laughs> they never yeah, seem to have ever...
0: it's the thing that they, the, they are for the most part most of them actually I haven't seen any recently they're good and that's how it should be they should be simple and you shouldn't need a degree in um aerospace industry to figure it out um but yeah again moving on turrets nice they've got it's got now it's got locking turrets i'm not a huge fan of locking turrets um purely because i'm i like to just be able to spin my turret when i want to now love the locking you can turret. just have it, love it. Love you can it. just have it lifted up or pulled out this is purely a personal preference thing and you just got to get used to it yeah um either now it is handy like people are paranoid about turrets rotating doesn't really happen that often um but anyway um the yeah, turrets are nice they've got a tall turret not too big um parallax isn't as the one on the striker is um uh, you sort of can parallax right out to about 13 400 meters this is sort of more conventional 20, i think it's 20 or 25 out to about 600 again it works fine um but it's a cool scope um glass clarity is pretty wicked um it's got a nice reticle it's yeah, it's for the we, again i'll say it again and again we're spoiled for We'll val- uh, say value it's still a couple grand but we're we're spoiled for optics these last couple of years compared to say five six years ago when there really wasn't many options and um a lot of the cheaper options were unreliable and they'd break and you'd um you'd be sending them back for warranties or you'd yeah. just have a, a bug in scope you know but like I'm, I'm quite interested in optics in that um sort of you know 1500 to 2000 thousand dollar range and there's a couple standouts in my opinion and this is one of them it's a um it's a good scope for the money yeah what do you what do you, what do you what's your thoughts
1: mark yeah yeah i like the power range um it's a pretty substantial scope um reminds me a bit of the Meopta optica six ones, which are quite large scopes it's for chunky. what they are yeah, yeah. chunky um it, it's, but a, it's a bit
0: it's a better scope than the meopta oh say yeah it. no
1: definitely yeah, yeah i'm just saying in terms of its size yeah. um yeah i think the turrets are quite large uh, but not too high sort of thing they're quite proportioned yeah well proportioned um i said the scope caps are a great extra which i've never seen on another scope apart from that one you know of the ones i've got we've got plenty of flip up plastic ones but these are a lot more positive and um a lot less prone to getting in the way because they're just i yeah. think they
0: are they yeah. magnetic is there magnets in them as well seems
1: i don't both? know they seem to just Maybe. click up quite nicely and fold right over yeah. out of the way so the flat folded flat basically onto the barrel of the scope sort of thing so yeah um optics once again i'm not really really getting into all the measurements and everything but it's very good glass and even at high power so that shows me it's pretty still pretty good um as i said um it's probably up there with in terms of price you know under two thousand dollars scopes that and the element optics titan they have got yep, pretty very good glass um the reticle's good um nothing no complaints there it's pretty you know that these you know, you're getting a lot of uh what am i saying Similar and not, you know, you're not baffled by some of the choices made and why they made in the way they designed the reticle. So it's it's good, and no problems there either. Um, the fact it's four and a half to thirty is good, um, good power range. So uh, nothing's too stiff, you know, the, the dials and everything aren't too stiff or anything like that. Um, yeah, no, it's been great. I've been on the twenty two, so and that's. Um, Got a 30 MOA rail and it's on a uni mount that's 20 MOA or as well, so it's basically 50 MOA tilted down. So it took a bit of getting that sorted out with the zero stop and everything, but because it's pretty much bottomed out, um, so it's just got a little bit of under you know, I can dial down about five mil, half a mil, I think, before I hit the bottom of it. So if you really need a zero stop, but um. Yeah, and I think with that set up, it dials up to about 500 meters with 22 subsonics. So. Oh wow, mm.
0: that's a uh, that's a long way. It's a really long way. Um, especially for a 22, that's yeah, that's impressive. Um, so so ideally, unless you um uh, flip flop once again, we will both be using these. Yeah. And a couple of weeks over in rotarua free binoculars
1: um, coming our way
0: if we get first and second oh, yes oh. well i've already won a pair i don't know if i'll give me another one
1: optimistic that's what i'd like to, to, yeah. to be yeah
0: <laughs> um but yeah no again if if you guys um do obviously i get i've been sent some to review and play with for sort of five six months um not paid nothing like that mark's paid some of his own money um but worth a look if you guys do are in sort of in the market for a um uh uh, you know precision scope again perfectly good for um centerfire as well i've been using it a bit on the six mil uh, sorry six five and um i'll I'll actually be running that at Terrata on the team's day um on the six five so yeah it'll get plenty of use in the next month or so excellent right and i think now the last thing to talk about, uh, firearms wise, sort of as in a different firearm. some I may I put a picture up on the pod, a little video, so on the podcast page of a, um, and I shared it to TLRS and everything of a fifty BMG. Hmm. Um, and, and people were quite curious about it, and um, <laughs> a bunch of people were messaging, thinking I oh, bought a fifty BMG. Not quite the case, um, but this this is a neat firearm and um it's been a few years since i've shot 50 uh, purely so when uh, or oh, maybe five six years ago a bunch of the barretts i think they're in 107 i may be wrong it's the a single shot um, bolt action that, that um, come in they were at seven grand at the time uh, they have a the muzzle brake on them i've got a tank style brake and it is horrendous for concussion um, and they are actually quite unpleasant to shoot um, <laughs> and so I sort of read off 50,000 so so this, uh, this this other fifty, uh, anyway I'll let you explain what it is Mark
1: um, Yeah. so what, what, quite a while ago we ordered, sorry we, some people, people I know a consortium ordered a Desert Tech that would get it as a bucket list thing um, so it's a Desert Tech HTI which is stands for hard target interdiction for those that really want to know and 50 BMG um, they're an interchangeable barrel type rifle it's a bullpup design so the magazines um, backwards of the trigger and hand grip um, so overall the rifle's length is about 46 inches so it actually fits in you know your standard large rifle case pretty much no problem at all so um it's a foot shorter basically than you'd get if it wasn't a bullpup and a 50 so your um barrett's and various ones like that um maybe more than a foot shorter than some of them because it's overall barrel length just 29 inches um it weighs in at nine kilos without a scope or anything so and it's got a five round mag capacity which is um Excellent for rapid fire shots and pest control. Um, (coughs) Tongue in cheek (laughs) there. So, anyway, it arrived and thank you to Arlington Arms um, for being great to deal with and sourcing one for us and uh, coming to the party to meet up and pick it up. So, um, it's most excellent. So we got the one in desert tan, so it's not the black one, it's the light brown coloured one so in the end we've decided well we might as well not muck around and we've set it up with the um, Veldata Veldata. Re- Veldata Recon G2 scope so the 4.5 to 30 40mm tube one so and obviously out of the factory it comes with a 30 MOA rail I think it might be more no it's I think it's 30 so actually no hold on Flag that I'm not sure what the rail is, but anyway, the mount that the scope's on is a 45 MOA uni mount. So, um, so we got that with the scope as an extra so we can get the extra down angle, you know. So, essentially, it's able to dial up because if it was an MOA, it's for things like 150 MOA they have of dial up on those things, the Recon G2s, yep. Um, I can dial to 2.2Ks without any holdover so that was sort of tick that one off um, yeah so we'll set it up with the Recon G2 uh, Gunzen said we're good enough to be able to source us a heavy duty bipod so our, um AccuTac one the HD50 bipod so it's got an appropriately heavy duty bipod underneath in front of it so yeah anyway so we got it um took it to my friend's place and got it set up sighted in wise sort of basically sighted in at 200 meters um smacking holes in a very heavy steel plate then got it tuned at about 500 just checking it out so um yeah so i've to be fair i've never shot one so um so i'll sort of revert to you to discuss the recoil side of things but it wasn't as bad as we thought put it that way from what people had told us we found it wasn't too bad um we found it a lot better if you're sitting on a table and shooting it probably than lying down sitting on a,
0: sitting on a table what well you, you know t- oh my god, the, my the, god.
1: no what do we
0: so <laughs> no, well, yeah that's how recoil works yeah
1: anyway yep. so um so you've now shot it, Graham. so recoil-wise, what's your impressions? Uh,
0: when I last shot a 50, my recoil management skills were, what I would say, at zero. Um, not saying they're perfect now, but I'm consciously trying to get better at um, managing recoil and body positioning and and that stuff. Um, uh, I, now, I I definitely could not... So when you break a shot normally on your six, or so you two to three or six five or three or whatever you sort of the idea is that you sort of just blink you open your eye again and you watch your bullet going right. i couldn't do that on the 50 like let's it's it's a 750 grain bullet leaving it i'm imagining what was it but mv27 something yeah um so i did get pushed back a little bit more obviously <laughs> than i'm used to but i was able to open my eyes and then watch the bullet impact at the K, I man, and the mile was quite easy because it's obviously it's a slow, big bullet, so it, it takes a little while to get to the mile. Yeah, um, it is. Again, it is. It's it's not a six five or it's not a three hundred eight, man. Um, in fact, I shot my six. F- <laughs> we shot the K. That's that one was... of the
1: that's one of the big benefits, which you're just going to talk about. If you if you shoot this first, every other gun seems <laughs> <feels
0: easy>. very <laughs> mild. Yes, and, and okay, okay. So we've shot a few. Um, dangerous game rifles like some african um hunting captures i really like them i think they're cool it's more of a, uh, a novelty right these are worse than this like the um, 505 gibbs and even like a um uh a 375 and the ruger even really it's probably similar that kind of thing but it's a big long it's a big push but so we shot the k easy first round hit a k then we went to the mall and you were mucking around, so I got my six mil out sorry, my six five and I shot I think I took six shots at a mile. I only hit one. Uh the, the my six five load isn't quite consistent enough about past a K. But I got a hit anyway. Uh, cool. Um that was honestly I was shooting at fifty, it was like shooting a little cap gun. It wasn't even <laughs> like, you know, you just you do you shoot the reticle moves a tiny bit and you can um you can, I can you, know, you can watch splash at a mile, even in poor lighting conditions that we had. Um, so it's definitely got some recoil. Um, but its I don't think it's anything to be scared of if you... Okay, don't get a brand new shooter or your, your 10-year-old kid who doesn't shoot behind it. That'll probably freak them out a bit, right? But um, most guys with a little bit of experience... Sorry, most guys and girls with a little bit of experience, they're going to be fine. Now, the bigger issue will probably be flinching Guys, anticipating huge recall and closing their eyes before they pull the trigger would be the the biggest problem. I'm just gonna, don't do it. Uh, just, we're just that's true. Don't. But I mean, people do it with three and one mags and stuff. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's not. It's it's a pretty easy gun to shoot. Um, it, it, I say that, you know, it's you're not going to shoot it in a match, obviously. But um, what? <laughs> what? Well, because no, you'll wreck my target. That's
1: what I got it for. <laughs>
0: So, okay, you can shoot the Desert Jewel with it, you just can't <laughs> shoot the 1300-meter and the 1400-meter target. No. Other than that, you can shoot everything else. Yay. No problem.
1: No, I can't. I've got to stick to the rules. So, anyway, it's for pest control. Um, so, anyway, ammo-wise, we ended up sourcing some uh, Hornady 750 grand AMAX. So, that's about $15 a plop. Um, and we also got some... Federal American Eagle 660 grain full metal jacket boat tail stuff. And so,
0: which, which, what we, we realized we might pull the box out. It's just, it's just Lake City, yeah. From what I can tell, which is a military manufacturer for the United States, um, uh, di- different branches of, um, um, services. Um, they, it's just military ammo repackaged in a federal box. It's Lake City brass. <laughs> it, does, private, it does look like it's sealed been sealed fired,
1: be fired about five times. <clears throat>
0: it's, it's literally just freaking machine gun ammo as far as I can tell.
1: It's the grubbiest, um, grubbiest you, ammo I've ever seen. Did you shoot any of it?
0: Yeah. Obviously it didn't perform compared to the Hornaday?
1: No, it was fine. Uh, it's just quite a... It's 100 feet per second velocity difference, obviously. So um, uh, I'd have to re... Yeah, I just... It's expensive to shoot, put it that way. So I, was, I didn't have enough of it to, to confidently wasn't any point yeah. when you had 20 rounds i think so um if i if i decided and got it ready for that we actually, we actually have more of the other ammo so i was just basically like, you know, right we'll, we'll go with the other ammo it's better ammo um obviously probably so i think i've, been, I've ordered some more of it because i think for general people wanting to have a go we'll use the federal ammo yeah,
0: yeah um, on 100% if you if, if you're just like shooting rocks and stuff at 300 meters then yeah 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 100 because it's no it's, it's i it. think it's
1: about 10 bucks a shot for the federal lake city stuff whatever it is um yeah and no, i had no it seemed fine accuracy wise but i just have to rework the zero sort of thing a bit um that's all so i've just really got it set up for the Hornady <laughs> ammo so yeah so so
0: now speaking of the Hornady ammo that was impressive ammo for factory
1: yeah. ammo yeah and uh
0: like a lot of a lot of ammo so you, you you get it you enter the data into your app you, you run it past a, either a magneto speed or a lab radar yeah and it's pretty good and then you generally have to validate at um say the minimum accepted is like 800 meters is like the industry and then we just do a k or a mile or whatever this thing was waterline at a k and waterline at a mile yeah with no tweaking to the data no it was um, obviously we'll keep an eye on environmentals yeah that's pretty good man that's you know shit it's freaking like i shot at the mile i shot bang see my shot um and then just correct it and obviously the advantage of the 50 is um you get a lot more splash than you do a 6.5 or a 308 yeah, or it, only, even a 338
1: only one shot we couldn't see we just didn't you know didn't the yeah they all did not see
0: so. and there was horrendous wind well i should say horrendous there was pretty bad gusty wind and it was sort of switching from yeah from switching from sort of um one to two o'clock back to sort of um uh sort of uh, 10, 10 to o'clock. 11 yeah. yeah so it was it was quite annoying if you if you didn't pay attention um you'd just get pushed off the edge right now that's a big slow bullet it's, you know relative um it's it's going to get moved by the wind um no matter how much you sort of think things don't, um but man, that that hornet ammo impressive. M- maybe we you got a good lot. Uh, I don't know, but oh, I I hate to say it, and I don't hate to say, it, I think that is already ready to be tried at two thousand meters.
1: Yeah, and we've got the two thousand meter target up there ready to be yeah. installed. So um, okay, we well, just like we got something to do this. Summer. We're just running out of rounds because we had a. By the time everyone had a shot the other day, we'd <laughs> we burned up yep. 25 rounds, so... Yeah, <clears throat> so about nine, $900,000 worth of ammo. Yeah, anyway, but I think we've found someone who uh, might have a press we can get hold of, so...
0: Yes, I'm going to harass them very soon about that. W- one thing, maybe someone listening can help. We ne- we need a... Where, where do you even get 50-cal projectiles? Maybe we can get some out of Australia, some copper ones or something, I don't I don't know. It'll be the next fun thing, but I imagine they'll only be maybe 3 $4 each. What
1: um, are the primers? 50
0: B&G primers. Oh, that's them. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't imagine they'll be they'll be hard to get. Okay. So they should be. Oh, why well, say that now without looking? But,
1: <laughs> that's right. You'll go, oh, projectile's are easy to get. Primers, no, not good.
0: Now, the other thing, like, same thing powder. I think they use specific, like, 50 cal powders. They'll obviously be slower burning. Um, Anyway that's a whole other thing for us to learn and um
1: build some spicy it, notes
0: to... no we're not because ah. 50 is it's a lot of gunpowder so that'll be very very cautious <laughs> to how we approach that um anyway that'll be a whole nother adventure in the future right. but um yeah pretty much cool gun the desert tech triggers nice uh obviously we like the Veldata scopes yep. um I I haven't shot a desert tech a hell of a lot. I shot a three seven five at the first ever Taranaki long range event I did, um many, many moons ago. ShayTech. A A three seven five Didn't yep. hit any we had like this target, man, it was like um shit like a meter and a half by a meter and a half square. You know the one the the military surplus target we've got on oh, yep. Mount Doom? Yeah. That's been there for years. Yeah. It was that at a K and I couldn't even hit it, to be honest. I didn't know what it was doing with a 375 Albeit maybe the data was a bit skewed anyway well, well that's, um, that's
1: one thing with the HDI is it's an interchangeable barrel system so we can um, in the future get hold of 416 Barrett and 375 Shatak maybe one other different um, barrel mm. configurations for it so I think
0: just get another 20 grand with a barrel sounds like a <laughs> nice. I think the kits are yeah. 4
1: grand or something right? Yeah,
0: well, I tell you what, I'll secure a press that'll load the ammo, and then you confess the rest. Autistic one fifty to Um, 50 for now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you try to say, we'll get this other barrel, and it shoots ammo that's even harder to get, more
1: expensive. No, that's what I'm worried about, because at the moment, this is, yeah, it doesn't feel so bad, because it's, um, it's another reason after shooting this shooting any other gun feels quite cheap so it's another advantage <laughs> of shooting a 50.
0: Yeah um so we might um uh, I guess yeah again so the, I haven't I've got a few nice pictures they'll pop up on um social media soon you know nice fancy photos I took um but yeah cool gun um, I'm hoping I'm hoping our friends at Arlington Arms they've been talking about um uh, having a demo gun like a so maybe hopefully in 65 Creedmore or 338 or something so hopefully we can get one into play with it of oh, the srs bit, ones yeah something that's a bit easier to sort of send 100 or 200 rounds through you know like ideally 308 would be cool or 65 Creedmore or yeah something along those lines um we'll, we'll see what happens there obviously it's a lot of money for them to put into a demo gun because um, i'd actually like to see do some testing about the validity of um, actually running them in, some a mock competition right we'll see up some stages and see if we can figure out a way to manipulate that bolt
1: oh, um with
0: the, any degree of
1: consistency yeah. there's a 408 shatek
0: yeah it's 408 shatek and then 416 spare,
1: yeah is it? i, I just haven't read much it. about um, that one anyway yeah so anyway that's finishing on a on a note
0: yeah, and so that's yeah, fifty cool. You'll see more coming up in the future yeah. um, when we get some blocks. Um And thank you for those the the, uh, the sort of uh, collection of people who uh, made that gun happen and let
1: yes Nick from Melbourne so play Alanis. with it. Also, just yep. on the yes. the Springford Armory Waypoint, um, thanks to Wilson's in Wangarĩ. So
0: yes, yeah. very cool shop. Again, there's we've got there's certain shops and companies we deal with like Wilson's comes along to our events and shoots our events it's cool you know he's actually getting out and doing it and, and testing the stuff he sells I really like that and not just shooting goats saying actually you know shoot precision um, same with again Magnum Sports comes to the old one where he can um, it's uh, companies like that that sort of um, you can trust what they say opinion wise uh, that's how I see it um, and touching on that probably to wrap up we uh, tease the uh, the the um,
1: Oh, the yeah. Bowers Valley Brawl. You've got valley an event to, to to spruik, don't you? <laughs> to promote
0: to already sold out. But so the so we come up, we finally come up with a cool name. I had to ask like six hundred people. The Bowers Valley Brawl. Now, what's Bowers? You may ask. I believe Mark, you'll tell me if I'm wrong. It's the people who used to own the uh, rather large valley at the back of your farm. Correct? That's right. Yep. So Bowers Valley um, doesn't mean anything special. Um, it's a big big long belly um and it's gonna be very different from any of the uh, previous um sort of t l r s events that have been held at rtd um we we so if you think you're just coming up and shooting a longer range version of of the february event you you're way wrong this is you're essentially in a different it's it's very different right uh, the 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 wind everything it's gonna be awesome hard it's gonna be very hard um again sold out. Uh, the waiting list is not particularly long so if if guys are wanting to come along get on the waiting list, you will probably get a spot Um, more than likely Auckland's going to be locked down for the next seven years Um, so there's a few guys there who probably won't be able to come along so get on that waiting list, you probably will get a spot Um, we generally uh, always get through the waiting list with sort of people um, their uh, priorities changing or work or or whatever Um, we've got a magnum class and a non-magnum and we've actually got a pretty good spread of uh, roughly even spread um, between the classes which is good so I'd be shooting this event with a magnum although if, if you're in a non-magnum it doesn't matter but it's going to be an advantage because um, I mean the average target distance is probably 900 to 1000 metres um, so it's, it's not going to be easy that's, that's for sure especially if it's an uh, average wind day um, yeah other than that it should be a cool event as long as yep. um,
1: to stick to the farm's the vaccination done. policy
0: Yep. So Mark, so what's going to happen when you come up the road? You're going to get drenched like a sheep. No, that's my vaccination um,
1: policy. If you're a sheep, you're vaccinated, and everyone else is fine. Yeah,
0: and yeah, um, and if, if you know, you may get um, you may get docked on the way up too. Either either way, you yeah, you'll be fine. Um, no, but cool. That's again, get in touch if you do want to go on the waiting list. Um, contact the Taranaki Long Range Shooting Facebook. Through the private message there that's the only place to do it don't pm me don't freaking email me one place only just keep it simple so um, p- yeah prior to that, that
1: prior to that we have the 22 event in Rotorua. yes oh yes so we've got 22 event and Tirata. we've got teams we've match. Got Tarata,
0: teams match and individual match Yep. my teammate is stuck in waikato which is a giant disaster because um i was relying on him to pull me through in the points so i'm sort of scrambling there oh
1: this mag dump guy he could be available oh no, that's all right
0: well I, I might i might actually see if i can get you cancelled as an arrow ro <laughs> <mind> you, but... <laughs> um i could smuggle
1: uh, them smuggle them across the border no we can't do that
0: sorry. well i mean we could send a boat up the coast probably um no and um then i'm not sure about is tokaroa waikato like or is that district. What's the end of it being?
1: Uh, I see there's places of interest in Tokoroa today, so there you go.
0: That's probably that's probably for like gang related crime though.
1: No, <laughs> for anyway. A
0: little bit, yeah. Um, oh, c- cool. Um, so with a, I mean, there's there's a, a match scheduled for Tokoroa. Um, hey, maybe if that doesn't go ahead, we hold another 22 event in Taranaki if we're still um kind of clear of. Uh, that's a good know, idea. The Kuf uh, maybe we'll talk to simon he'll listen to this tomorrow maybe we'll talk to that if that gets canned maybe we'll do something else maybe on the pine block or something Mark. yeah i don't know we'll figure something
1: out oh um, Hordies. can we question
0: or oh, Hordies? yeah the pine block can we park in the hay paddock across the road by the river if it's dry
1: oh uh yes okay cool
0: okay anyway um let's leave the handle there for the listeners yeah and that few matches coming up and a few matches in the new year also so it's going to be busy you and i again um whatever happens with our weird country at the moment should be heading down to the vortex mountain challenge in march -March.
1: seems a long way off given our current predicament
0: yes Um, but yeah so there's heaps coming up anyway and next episode it's going to next week or a fortnight i'm not sure we'll see what works for Carl. we've got Cal from sabre tactical coming on um for those of you i don't know why well, you wouldn't know sabre tactical is they make all sorts they do a lot of large contracts for defense force um police doing all the um the dog harnesses and cool stuff like that they do uh, hunting and shooting accessories like rear bags um slings a bunch of stuff and um so we're gonna have him on he's you know ex-military um so we have chat about that and uh, his cool-ass business. And he's also, he comes along and shoots precision events. And he's actually our only sponsor we've ever had of a competition, now I think about it. So um, we'll have Carl on and, yeah, something interesting nonetheless. Righto. Any closing thoughts from you, Mr. Mark?
1: No, no. Um, apart from my thermoscopes in Lithuania. So that's my... <sighs> oh, you poor thing. Yeah sent back to the factory yeah. which is a long way away yeah.
0: a very long way away lucky um shipping at the moment is so easy and um <laughs>
1: fast yeah i know you said their are eight to ten weeks would be like four to five months so
0: yeah well sweet all right everyone right um, so don't go around as uh don't go licking door handles you probably won't get COVID, and um, we'll see you all soon
1: righto cheers